Emily, uh, thank you for being on the show. We're super excited to have you. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Sure, absolutely. So I am a team leader for a team at Keller Williams. My team is called the Home to Sell Team. We're one of the top teams here in the city, and I get to spend every day with my agents and admin. I have about 20 people on my team, so I spend most of my time running the team, and then I also get to sell real estate, which I love as well. So I am both full-time producing agent and full-time team leader. How do you define success? The definition to me is a life free of anxiety. It's where I get to make my own schedule, I get to live my own life, and I'm not stressed about things. Do you feel that you've made it to that point, or are you still? I am getting there. <laughs> you know, it's a transition and working through everything, and I'm also a workaholic. So for the most part, I do feel like I'm well on my way to that. In your business or in your line of work, what is a commonly held belief that you see and feel most people believe is what it takes? but you passionately disagree with? So I think everybody thinks that in real estate, we don't work very much and we get paid a lot of money. And I think a lot of people get into the industry thinking that they're gonna make a lot of money and not work really hard. And I don't have a, a nine to five, I don't have a nine to six. I am a 7 a.m. to midnight. Every realtor I've ever known who was, who was successful was a workaholic. Yeah. Is there a point that you felt like all this, all this I've been doing, all this I've worked for, like I've made it, or, or I'm at a point where I feel good about where I've got. Was there a point that you felt like I'm, a, I'm successful? I am successful. I have been successful, sure. but I almost feel like I'm an imposter. I think there's like an <laughs> imposter syndrome, right? Like you wake up in the morning and I'm like, how? How am I here right now? Like right. How, how is this happening? How is my day-to-day -day going as well as it is? But I still like wake up every day going, is this really my life? Like, am I really in this place? Have I made it? Is, you know, just keep grinding? What do I do yeah. at this stage? Is there anything that you ever tried that didn't work that actually helped you get where you are? So real estate, right? Like our, our biggest thing is prospecting, lead generation. You, the more people you talk to, the more business you're gonna get. It's yeah. a numbers game. You know, I go to these conferences and I, I teach agents. I have 20 agents on my team and I'm telling them the same thing. Call, 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 call. For me, that does not work. <laughs> and so <laughs> it's one of, those, one of those things where I'm like, that's what I'm preaching to people and I'm telling people that's how you do business. But the reality of it is like, I tried it for years. I tried hammering the phones, I tried buying leads, I tried calling leads and that just was not my way of doing business. Sure. And I think, you know, to the question earlier with success and when you feel like you made it is when I got to the point that I that I realized, oh, me and the phones is not a good match. So right. how can I build my business another way and coming into it knowing, you know what, I am actually good at what I do. And so for me, it became networking and socializing. So as long as I can be in front of a person and build rapport with someone face to face, I can get a new client. I can build that relationship. and. And it took me trial and erroring to get to the point where I realized, oh no, this this is what I'm good at. I'm good over here and I'm terrible at these things over here. So yeah. for you, it's networking, it's, yes. it's events, it's talking, mm -hmm. it's meeting people. Was there ever a point where you just, you thought, you know what, I'm not, this is too much. I'm gonna go work nine to five, clock in, somebody else's watch, not mine. Was there ever, do you ever feel like that? Oh yes, yeah. like there's still days where I have that feeling, but. <laughs> well, I'm done. Yeah, I am done. Yeah. No, I mean, I can, it just recently, I mean, it was like two years ago, I think, that I just had this mental breakdown where yeah. I was like, do I really wanna do this? Can I just go sit in an office somewhere and run a company or do something and clock in, clock out and call it a day? But it's no different than a relationship, right? Like. Your marriage isn't always 
Yeah, happiness, right? Yeah, right, yeah, right, is, always. always. Sunshine and rainbows. Oh, You're never- Just look at my social media. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's always ebbs and flows to any relationship and you have to take the good, you take the bad and you have to work through it. And it's yeah. the same thing with work. I mean, there's days where I love real estate and there's days where I want to jump off a bridge. Like, yeah. you know, and I have to take the good ones with the bad ones and learn from the things that I don't like to help me better myself and the rest of it. So was there ever a goal that you had, you said, I'm here, this is what I want, and when I'm there, I'll be content that got you to where you are now. So right now, our our goal is getting my company to a profit of a million dollars. That is the number that we look at. Every month, we have to profit $83,333 <laughs> to hit that goal. But then once I get to that goal, then they'll be, okay, then now it's two million. You know, like I'm sure. never going to be satisfied with the goal. I want to hit the goal and move on to the so next So the goal one. is the goal right. that gets you to the next, next goal. goal. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. But you definitely have to have that trajectory, otherwise you're just doing things to do them and you're not, you don't have a purpose behind it. What are some of the, the, the key qualities or attributes that you look for when, when working with people to help you grow your company? So we're very big on growth mindset, right? So I don't want somebody that doesn't take ownership. I don't want somebody that's a victim that constantly blames everybody else for their problems. Like well, one of the big things I teach all my agents is own it, right? So if you mess up, it's nobody else's fault, sure. it's yours. Like, but you have to own it because you're only gonna learn from that and get better from yeah. it. And I want that in the same capacity with my vendors, with the people that I surround myself with because there's gonna come a time where it's somebody else's fault, but if they're not owning it and placing blame on everybody else, then you know it's just not a good relationship to be in. What are some of the challenges that you face with keeping clients happy and in love with you by the end of the process? When I sit down with you, I'm gonna tell you all the things that are gonna happen and I'm gonna tell you all the different ways it's gonna go south <laughs> so that that way when that arises, you've been prepared for it. So your your time to react is not like, ah, losing your mind, like it's like, well. You never told me this. Right, yes, I did. like, remember when we sat down and talked about that? Right. Uh, but I have found like by doing that, it totally changes the game because there's so many times where all of a sudden, like I get somebody calling and screaming and they're so upset and I know they're not mad at me, like sure. I didn't do anything, but they're upset at the situation so I'll let them vent or do whatever and then it's like, okay, well, I can appreciate that you're really mad about this. However, let's get productive here and figure out what right. we're gonna do to get us to where we need to go. And then once I started setting the right expectations at the beginning, holy moly, that cut down a lot. Like I stopped right. getting those angry calls or or any of that because they're like, well, yeah, I'm upset about it, but you kind of warned us that this right. is gonna happen. Yeah. How are you dealing with the market right now? You pretty much prepare not to get the house that you make an offer on. Is there any rhyme or reason to what is driving that right now or how to deal with it? Everybody and their brother is getting into real estate. And then you had COVID happen, and so people were like, well, I don't have a job, so now's the best time to get into real estate. I've always wanted right. to do it. I didn't think of that. The best people to work with right now are the people that are in it, doing it full time, and that have established relationships. I have way more of a shot to get my client the house because I have a relationship with the person on the other side. Relationships are key. I know people in the industry that are gonna call me and say, hey, Emily, like my client wants your house. And when I'm speaking with my sellers, I'm gonna say, we have 15 offers. I know this person, and I know they're gonna close it, right? It's not about getting your offer accepted. That's like pff, a tiny little bit of it, right? Like now we got to deal with inspections and sellers saying, screw you, I'm not doing crap to my house. Like take yeah. it as it is. And then you have to deal with appraisals and appraisers are freaked out because they don't want to be blamed again for a market crash. So now they're being ultra conservative yeah. on everything. And I tell them straight up in the beginning, I'm like, I am a marriage counselor. I am a, a therapist. <laughs> 
Um, I am your best friend. I am your most hated person. Like, we're going to go through a whole series of emotions. And if you don't believe me, yeah. just wait. Just wait. And they'll say that. I'm like, at some point, you are going to get pissed off at each other and not want to buy a house. And you're like, I don't even know if I want to be married to this person anymore because it is so stressful. Yeah, it is. And I'm over here like, guys, we're almost there. <laughs> we're close to the finish line. You're going to look back in your new house and say, oh, my gosh, I know this was stressful, but we made it. Yeah. What are some of the things you've came up with to help keep everybody else positive and driven when things get hard? It's making sure that the environment they're in keeps them in a positive headspace, right? So we have morning calls where we talk about wins or, you know, something of value to them so that they have that. And then our our office environment is a really great environment. So I have a really awesome group of people that we actually get excited to go to work, right? Because you want to spend time with those people. Then we do things outside, you know, we go to a happy hour. Some of us have universal passes, so we go to universal day. But just doing different things to keep the connection there. One of the big things we do is we have a call night once a week. So every Thursday it's call night. I've been on teams where people do not want to go like oh, I don't want to work at night like this is stupid and on my team everybody gets so excited like it's cold I can't wait we have people bringing food and drinks so we drink beer make calls do whatever and it's just a really good environment and bonding time for the team and that really helps elevate them so that when they have those bad days they can look into it or lean on somebody right yeah. so one of my agents comes in and they're having a crappy mood like somebody else is going to be like no 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 we're positive people around right. here you know like Dust Let's them go. off, like shake it off. And, and it's really cool to see everybody do that. It's not just us from leadership, but from the lateral accountability. Like it's really cool to see everybody treat each other that way. Is there one thing that ever happened to you in this, in the whether it was in the beginning or in, on the path to where you are, is there anything that like pops out or stands out in your mind? The yeah. One thing. One so thing. like this year I had one happen where... Um, <laughs> so this is one of a few. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, it's the most recent, right? So yeah. it's like still top of mind. I still have PTSD from it. Um, <laughs> like I had a client that it was great. Like our transaction was so great until the end. And then it just went south, like really bad to the point that like I couldn't even communicate with them. And it physically got me sick, like, because I'm like trying to handle everything and sure. keep this thing together and, and keep everybody happy and make sure everything, you know, all the right parts fall in line and everything. And we actually have a moving truck that we allow people to use, you know, when they do business with us. And it got like kidnapped, like it, it got kept. We had oh, to so go, had we had to go rescue it. But yeah, I mean, that was the guy waiting with a baseball bat. Like, oh my gosh, no, they, they were not. But it was just like this wild, like, how? How does this happen? Like, how does somebody do this? I never encounter people like that, right? So, I mean, I always work with good people or, you know, deep down inside, they're, they're always going to do the right thing. And so right. the experience I went through on that, I was just like, there was one, like when it was all over, because I mean, even the day we were supposed to close, there was all these issues and we had to get attorneys involved. Like, it was just nuts that the day after this all happened, I just like couldn't get out of bed. I'm like, my body's taken a toll. <laughs> like I've internalized yes. all the stress from all of this that I just was like, nope, nope. I'm I'm not leaving my bed till like noon. <laughs> so you ended up closing the deal. I did. Still. I did end up closing hey. that deal. But yeah, that one was like, wow. Like that was one of those. Why do I do this? <laughs> like why right. am I in this in this field? If you didn't do what you do now, mm -hmm. what's something else you could see yourself doing? So running joke that I always make is if I, money was no object and I could just do anything, I would 1,000% be a Jungle Cruise boat driver. <laughs> it was funny. I was in Vegas this last weekend, and I saw one of the double-decker buses, and I'm like, oh, my God, I would rock I at do that. that. <laughs> like, and on your right, everybody. Like, we're, like, in California oh, yeah. with the movie stars and everything. Yeah. Like, that would, be, that would be fun. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> if there's one piece of advice that you could leave us with today, somebody who is 
working towards their goals, working towards their success, what's something you could leave us with that may help somebody or, or some advice that you would give? If you're a professional athlete, you practice. You don't just show up on game day and perform. I mean, you spend the entire week practicing to get there. So whether it's in real estate and you need to practice your scripts or practice your conversations or practice your presentations, or if you're a barista at Starbucks, you gotta practice how to make that coffee cup. You know, like right. everything you do requires some level of skill and you don't just automatically be great at it. Like to get there, you have to practice over and over and over again. And I think that's one thing in any industry that people forget. Yep. They just think I'm gonna show up I'm gonna do my thing, I'm gonna leave, and then all of a sudden I'm gonna wake up better because of it. But in order to achieve that greatness, like you have to spend the additional time practicing and honing your skill in order to, to get better at it. Yeah, and you see people get comfortable, mm -hmm. but then there's somebody else who may be practicing that greatness or have that drive that now yeah. you, you know, could surpass you because of that that you're not doing anymore. Well, and the other thing too is get a coach. I mean, every industry, there is somebody out there that can coach and mentor. It's not necessarily that they're better at it than you or they're even as experienced as you are at it, but they know how to guide and coach you. Nobody's better than Michael Jordan, but he had a coach who yeah, coached right. him, right? So, so They brought out the good correct. he had. Correct. So I think that's one thing. And, and real estate specifically, like it's a big thing talked about, always like get a coach, get a coach, get a coach. But in any industry, you can get a coach. And it because it's not about the actual practice of your industry. It's about the practice of business. Well, Emily, thanks so much for being on the show with us. And it was a pleasure having you on. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was awesome. Thank you.